This is Desiree Proctor, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Motherfucking cocksucking son of a bitch asshole Pendejo, it's Thinking Outside the Long Box. Try to do more than shit and piss all day. It's funny. Hands down. All he does is shit and piss all day, and he yeah. wants to live forever? Yeah. He wants to live longer? Yeah. Oh, oh, man. So we are... It's. I think it's been a while since we did a real pop culture classic, but... It's been some time. Here we are. We're going back to 1992. Uh, it is a Mexican independent horror drama film written and directed by Guillermo del Toro and starring Federico Lupi and Ron Perlman. Kronos is del Toro's first feature film and the first of several films on which he worked with Lupi and Perlman. The film was selected as the Mexican entry for the best foreign language film at the 66th Academy Awards, but was not accepted as a nominee. A standalone sequel, We Are What We Are, was released in 2010, with the only connection being Daniel Jimenez Cacho reprising his role as Tito the Coroner. So we, I don't know, I don't know, I don't want to call it a theme because I'm, I'm hoping all of like these kind of vampire. I know we did a, the all the other ones for. I th- I'm hoping they come out of spooky season. Yeah. Um, but vampire two movies is what yeah, we yeah. were doing for this show. A little sub theme um, for this couple of shows. And I really dug this version of a vampire story. Yeah, it's very like different. it's like an Archimedes type vampire story. Like it's and, and that's really cool to me. Um Guillermo del Toro is known for these like mostly. I mean he put out like Hellboy that I don't think was as fanciful, but he's known for a lot of like pretty <laughs> but pretty like pretty looking sounding <laughs> but like he's known for that type of movie like a very fancy pretty looking movie yeah. and i felt like that's what this was even from the beginning yeah. like the the music and shit is a little bit fanciful and and the 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 thing that is different is unique and and it just screams Guillermo del, Guillermo del Toro to me. Um, this is obviously a play on a vampire film. Yes. Um, at the beginning, this old yeah, there's also kind of like a weird beetle thing that gives you powers. Yeah, the little thingy. Yeah, I just, right. Well, I just connect the connector with Blue Beetle. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's kind of similar. Some kind of these are not good powers. We're doing a transition. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want these ones. Uh, maybe you do. I don't yeah, know who, who you are. <laughs> maybe you want to be a vampire. It didn't work out too well for this guy. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it is what you make it, I guess. But um, the gentleman at the beginning of the film, uh, he the uh, the building collapsed. If I remember, on top of him, it pierced his heart. Yeah. Um, but he's the one who I think created this little fucking. It's like a. It again is like a little scarab with legs that come out and they they attach to the the host. Yeah. Um and there's some kind of beetle or some kind of thing in it that is the solution to you staying young and and alive but needing blood. Yes. <clears throat> so that it's a different play on a vampire story. It's like where, an ancient relic that gives you vampire right, powers. Right. That did not save the guy who made it. <laughs> or the guy who It pierced yeah. his heart. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the way to kill a vampire, bro. You got to pierce his heart. It's true. That's where it comes from. <laughs> but I mean, it's a pretty straightforward movie. The the this the main guy in the story, aside from Ron Perlman, who I would I would venture to bet is probably the second main guy in the film. There's two main dudes. He's definitely the main personality in the film. Yes, a hundred percent. Um, it, he he's starkly different because it's in Spanish most of the yeah, time. Yeah, most of the movies in Spanish, and which so, might, you do got to read subtitles. <laughs> Not me. I didn't have to read subtitles. Well, I mean, <laughs> those of you who don't speak Spanish. <laughs> After it's up <laughs> but so I thought the home. I thought it was funny because just going off topic a little bit. I I thought like, oh shit, Ron Perlman speaks Spanish. <laughs> like I thought that's what was gonna happen. He does not. <laughs> he broke the Spanish barrier yeah. after like ten minutes, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he goes back to English real quick. <laughs> it's probably all the Spanish you can learn from the film. English and cussing, like you said at the beginning of the intro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the movie is, like, it is a unique play on vampirism. Yes. It is very Del Toro-like, which means, like, he came right out the gate making shit like this. Like, <laughs> this has been his his kitsch. Just think of, like, Pan's Labyrinth with, like, no budget. Like, yeah. it's, like, that's what I would... I mean, it's a different story, but same feel. Like, um, <laughs> and, yeah, you got some evil rich guy who's trying to live forever even though all he does is piss and shit <laughs> he got his henchman nephew which is Ron Perlman who wants a different nose <laughs> that, was, that was a funny scene yeah that was that's shit like that is like where I don't I mean maybe it's just like an overused term but shit like that is where I think certain filmmakers are genius because like where do you think of that like this <laughs> character carries around like different nose cutouts to show people because he wants a nose job he's getting things like i would never think you know that's like a little side shit that i just i wouldn't think of that like and like just having that but having that be a part of his character development like throughout the movie like it just the character becomes like super fast, like like the most interesting to me. And then you got the guy who's like slowly becoming a vampire. And the only scene in this movie that I was like, nobody fucking does that, is the one where the guy's like bleeding out of his nose and he goes to the bathroom and just leaves like a puddle of blood on the <laughs> sink on the, on the sink yeah. counter, isn't it? It's it's both, yeah, because he ends up licking the floor yeah. afterward, but he just doesn't clean up at all. It's just fucking blood everywhere. He's like, all right, Bye. just walks out. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's sitting there licking it up off the floor and yeah. gets kicked in the face. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they were probably really doing I mean, like, didn't make a lot of sense. After he kills the, he goes in and kills the old guy who's trying to get the the vampire bug yeah. away from him. You would think Ron Perlman's character would just be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, he wants to go Deuces. kill him back. Yeah. He's like, thanks. <laughs> I wanted that to happen. <laughs> Appreciate it. So we <laughs> he even finishes him off. Like he's the one who actually kills him. Throat stops him. Yeah. Uh we skipped the whole middle part, but so this uh, dude not a lot happens in the middle. It doesn't. It it yeah. doesn't. The dude the the older dude who is turning into a vampire, he owns like an antiquity shop, like a little antique shop. Yeah. And he finds the statue that the mechanism is hidden in and he pulls that out. 
Ron Perlman's character buys the statue, and and but he just doesn't know that the mechanism. Also is looking for the mechanism, right? But yeah, he's, and so that's how it's the, hoodwinked. That's how the old man gets turns himself into a vampire. He turns it on and it stabs him, and then he starts turning into a vampire. So oh, we also skipped the part of like his little Mexican granddaughter saving his ass like left and right. Yeah, she's a fucking Dora the Explorer up in this movie. <laughs> she even looks like Dora. She's like. <laughs> Every time he's getting in trouble, she's like fucking whacking somebody in the bag with a club. <laughs> she put kind of She don't fuck around, bro. Those, those little eight year olds, <laughs> <laughs> fucking granddaughters, out there running fucking missions with her vampire grandpa in the middle of the night. Oh man! It, uh, so said swipe or no swiping? <laughs> See that fucking show. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you're right. Not not a ton happens, but that's important to note is yeah. that they're both buying the old old man, who's the rich old dude, has done apparently a ton of research on this mechanism, and so he's trying to buy it and find it and use it to stay alive. And so the old the antiquities guy is the one who ends up with it. And he starts getting younger. He starts feeling better, but yeah. then he obviously starts. The opposite end is you start sucking fucking blood. So you, yeah. you need blood. It's unfortunate. <laughs> so, and then they fight for it, like you said, There's in the end. Yang. There's a yank. <laughs> uh, and everybody dies. <laughs> There's yeah, really no have. solution except for Dora the Explorer. Yeah, she lives. She's, she's the one who lives. Yeah. Yeah, it's what, like a lot of Guillermo del Toro's movies, like they don't really have happy endings. <laughs> they have endings that you could take, like, a message from or like nah, that's it. that's all right yeah you don't feel like terrible about it but you're like yeah it's not what it's not good <laughs> yeah i mean you so you the i think the message is like the old man because at the end of the movie so ron perlman's dude is dead he killed the the old rich dude as well yeah and the after they they fell to the from the roof i think is what it was they fucking the the antiquities guy was about to die as well uh, he had shit all of inside of him, like he was dying. Yeah, and then, like you said, swiper no swiper came in, and she put the bug back on him to yeah. bring him back to life. He realized at that moment that he was going to kill her, and so he ripped it out of his chest, and he fucking destroys yeah. the scarab mechanism thing. And so he, I mean, he I, in that moment he realized it's not worth it to stay alive because he was going to kill every I think that's every vampire movie like Interview with the Vampire does that great you don't make a well, lot of relationships because every vampire movie that has like people. a good vampire yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other vampire movie we watched that guy don't care so much so he rips it out destroys the mechanism and then essentially just reverts back to being an old man who's about to die Yes. And so it, 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 I, like you said, it has some kind of meaning. And I think that's what it was is that, like, it's just, it's not worth it to chase those kinds of dreams when you might be doing harm to the people who you love in your life. And so I, I thought he was going to immolate there at the end. I thought that he, the fucking son was going to light his ass on fire. But it ended up being a normal Guillermo del Toro kind of pan out. It's soft music is playing. His wife and his, da- his granddaughter are watching him die. So it was kind of a sad. Yeah, yeah like most vampires, dies in his bed. <laughs> this was made with $2 million. Uh it grossed six hundred and twenty-one thousand dollars, so not very well. Received. I can't even think of where the two million dollars got spent. <laughs> it's got a ninety percent critic score and a sixty-nine percent audience score, so the audience is not a big fan of this movie. What? Yeah, roles are reversed in this one. 
Uh, Guillermo del Toro's feature debut is an arc twist on the vampire tale. Uh, while the film's first half entices with its secrets, the second half falls into a predictable narrative that refuses to even suggest possibilities. A striking debut that feels long even at 94 minutes and would have worked a whole lot better as a short. Uh, I could probably see that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I can. I wonder what possibilities they were hoping for. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I to me it felt like an old-timey fucking vampire film. Like, yeah. It did like I know it is old, but I mean uh, 93 isn't like super super old. To me it felt like it's older predecessors though. Like a lot of those old vampire movies are slow. Yeah. They're very uh tactful in what they do. Like they're not super gory. They don't have a shit ton of action. It's mostly tense rather than action. Yeah, and like well <sighs> But I meant by, like, I don't know where they expected, like, these weird, fanciful new things to come from. It's like certain things just have certain outcomes. Right. You know, like, you don't pay taxes. Like, you go to jail. <laughs> like, you don't want to eat your family. You got to kill yourself and not become a vet. Like, it's, it's what else was going to happen? Was he, like, sprout wings and angel poof out? Didn't that should go, man. Like, I don't know. I just, what, do you, what, what were they looking for? But I feel like critics are so weird. Well, the critics gave it a great score, 90%. Oh, I thought you were saying that came from the no, critics. No, 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 90%. The audience gave it a 69. I, I think it's I, I would think s- it's probably B minus to me. I mean, I I could I, see I where you're it. I could see that that audience score makes total sense cuz I think it's coming from like a mostly uh American audience and this is the one part where we are simpleton culture. Like most, most of those motherfuckers don't like to read. <laughs> we don't. You're, I hate subtitles. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I like dubbed versions of things. Certain things I like dubbed. Certain things I like subtitles for. It just depends to me. Like if I get to a point where like I I'm, I'm so used to the voices. Like go back to like I mean I don't watch it at all anymore because I find it kind of boring. But there's no way I could watch like uh, Dragon Ball Z like with the subtitles like. Those, I got introduced to that. Starkly different voices. I got introduced to that on the American side right. of things. I saw several, felt what felt like hundreds of episodes <laughs> with those voices. <laughs> like, to all of a sudden be like, they're crazy. Yeah, the Japanese voices are very different. Um, to then be reading sub that shit would bother the fuck out of me. But <laughs> if it's like the first time I'm going into it, it doesn't bother me at all. The problem, my problem is less with like that and more with I feel like if I'm having to pay attention to the lower part of the screen that I'm missing things. That does happen. I don't know if like this will sound crazy, but like sometimes I think of like, do I know more? Obviously, I don't know the language, but do I know more of languages than I think I do? Because in, like most of the time in movies, after a while, I forget that there's even subtitles. Like it just feels like I know what's going on, and sometimes I'm not even paying attention, and I still know what's going on. Sure. Like so, it's like I wonder if like in my brain, there's like a little bit of like <laughs> well, you've heard enough shit that like you kind of. And I'm saying like I know what's going on. Not, not that I know every word, sure. but I could tell you like what that conversation was about. You know what I mean? Like, so the way the way I watch things sometimes there's there are no subtitles, and so there are times when they're speaking like French or something in the middle of a movie. Maybe not like the whole movies that way. Yeah, but you just take the cues of what the fuck's going on. All yeah, right. those are purposeful. I don't things, exactly but... know what he's saying, but yeah. I I can I can. Take the context of what's happening in the movie. I can tell you, he's probably fucking saying, "Oh shit, shit's going down right now." You know, whatever. Like you know, you can pick those things up. I can't. I couldn't watch a French film. The whole. I mean, I could probably grasp at things. Like I watched Old Boy 
in in uh, I don't know if it's Chinese or 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 if they're speaking Japanese. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. I watched that whole movie because we watched them both at the same time, and no subtitles, no English dub. It was all in another language, and I had no idea what they were saying, but I knew what was going on in the movie. And so I think you just pick it up as you're watching the movie. It may not be the language, but it's the acting. You know, yeah. shit's crazy. Yeah, I just because like I watch movies a lot, like. At work, I'll have, sometimes I'll have a movie playing in the background. Like I can't actually pay attention to the screen like, right. at all. Um, and I don't know. Like sometimes I pick some shit up, <laughs> and you probably do. I mean, that's that's how you you're supposed to learn any language is immerse yourself in it. Yeah, and you eventually will hopefully pick it up. Certain languages that I'm semi familiar with, I should say. There's right. certain languages that are just <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> certain African languages that are just like. No, I mean, nothing weird about it. Like, they're just so alien from our languages right. that, like, I don't know what the fuck's saying. <laughs> so, very simple story. Man finds Thing. Thing turns him into vampire. He gives up Thing to die so that he doesn't kill his family. <laughs> yes. Very simple storyline. Uh, I'm in the lower uh, 80s. I, I'm 81, Took a 82. different route than I would have taken. <laughs> I, but I like these kinds of movies. I, I like older, scary, or, or even, like, time... Uh, shit, I can't remember what it's called now. The time travel movie, the old Spanish time travel movie is phenomenal. Um, I, I I know that a lot of the people who are my age or younger probably go like, that fucking thing is slow as shit. What the fuck? Like, but I like that kind of movie. So I think if the movies are intentionally slow, it's way different. Like, if the movie is slow, if like the pacing of the movie benefits the movie, then I think it's totally fine. Sure. Like, what was that movie we watched, Trevor? Like... The Twelve Angry Men or whatever, where it's just mm. like they're just like in, in the a courtroom. fucking court. Like, yeah, yeah. I still really like that movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Like, and it's just that is as slow as it gets. Like, nothing happens. <laughs> I just think now you're nowadays you, the people are looking for instant satisfaction. Yeah. So if it doesn't go quickly paced, it's much harder for somebody to care about. But I, 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 um, I love. I mean, I know a lot of that. different films, and so I'm okay with the slower paced, intentional film. It, like you said, if that's the aim, right? I don't. I know that going into the movie, uh, or as at the beginning, like I knew Twelve Angry Men was nobody was going to be going through the walls or some shit. That was some shit. You had to pay attention to what they were saying. It yeah. was intense, and it was it made you think about race relations and shit. And I just don't think many people are down for that right now. Uh. No, it's definitely not the uh <laughs> not what's in in vogue, I guess. <laughs> in fashion. But uh go check this out. I don't know where you can find it now, but we both found it. I'm I'm assuming you found it on Amazon or some shit. Um where the fuck did I find this? I think I watched it on YouTube. No, oh, there you go. Not as like a movie you can buy on YouTube. Oh gotcha. I think it's just fucking on there. <laughs> <laughs> just the whole film is on YouTube. A lot of older movies you can right? yeah. find them. <laughs> Go check it out. Guillermo del Toro's first movie. I don't think this is Ron Perlman's first movie, but he seems really, really young. Uh, go check it out. Ron Perlman. Or he one of those guys must just love the other guy, or they both do. They're like fuck they both love each other. Put you in every movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, different take out of vampire film, and I think it's unique, and I think it's worth watching. So yeah, for sure. Totlb dot com. Find us on the things, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all of that stuff. Um, we were talking about Kronos today, 1992 Mexican independent horror film. Yes, you do have to read some of it, um, unless you know Spanish. But go check out the movie. Until next time, I've been Juan. I'm Doyle. We'll catch you guys later.
Bye bye. Adiós. Thanks for listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with your hosts, Doyle and Juan. To catch all the latest from us, visit our website at totlb.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Outside Long Box, TikTok at TOTLB Podcast, and Thinking Outside the Long Box on Facebook and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, post about it on social media, leave a rating and review, and consider a Patreon membership. Thanks for listening.